Today's podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Publisher Discovery. Their platform analyzes over 3 million publisher websites, which link to over half a million advertisers worldwide. These can be filtered by around 80 market verticals and geos. Analyze your competitors' affiliates and do a gap analysis against your own program to see who you're missing. Affiliate websites are filtered by relevance and traffic scores, and you can see their social accounts, which networks and advertisers each are connected to, and emails where these are available. Prices start from just $99 a month, but take a seven-day free trial to see how Publisher Discovery can make your affiliate recruiting a whole lot easier. And use the promo code BEARCAT to get 10% off the life of your subscription. You are listening to The Rick McGinnis Show podcast, where Rick and his guests talk all things affiliate program management. No topics are off limits. Want to learn proven tips and strategies to grow an affiliate program? Look no further. Now here's your host, Rick McGinnis. Welcome back to The Rick McGinnis Show. Today's episode is going to be about the type of affiliates you should recruit into your program specifically 11 types that we have identified. There are many more, but these are 11 of top sectors uh, of affiliates that, that we think you should consider for your affiliate program. So let's get right into it. So affiliate recruiting uh, is something that on the surface looks easy to execute, but without a proper plan or strategy, it is very difficult and most likely not going to be successful. I talk to a lot of brands that their biggest struggle is recruiting affiliates. They start an affiliate program and they get the typical coupon sites applying right away and they just don't know where to find quality affiliates or even the types of affiliates you should have in your program. So this episode. It's going to be a quick episode. It's only going to be probably less than 10 minutes or so, but it's going to talk to you about the types of affiliates we think you should consider partnering with. The first one, email marketers. These guys are phenomenal. They typically have large lists and they're usually sorted out by vertical. And if your product or service fits into one of their lists, they will promote it to that list and typically they can make a lot of money doing it. And for email marketers, they don't pick products that they know their list isn't going to be engaged with. So you got to make sure that your product is a fit with them. Just because it's in the same vertical doesn't mean it's going to be a fit. Next one is the coupon sites and coupon aggregators. So the retail me not, savings.com, the FMTCs of the world, those are ones that we recommend you having them in your program, just keeping an eye on the ones you let in because there are many, many of those coupon sites that are, are not quality. They will be ultimately trademark bidding and doing things they shouldn't be doing. So we recommend having coupon sites and aggregators in the program, just keep them to a minimum and monitoring them. Cashback affiliates, they allow their users to get the benefits of cash back when they make a purchase. So uh, like Ebates and, and Rakuten, they're examples of cash back uh, loyalty. And uh, again, there's a lot of them out there. Just be careful of who you let in and make sure that you're monitoring the performance of the ones that you do have in. Mobile-oriented affiliates. So these are affiliates that 
strictly work on, um, on mobile devices, iPads, phones, things like that. There's a statistic that uh, I don't know where it's from, uh, and I apologize for that, but it shows that 80% of mobile users use their devices to perform internet searches. So that, that's where the, uh, the mobile affiliates come in. They can capitalize on, on those searches and that traffic. The next one is charities. A lot of people don't think about, about this, but there are a lot of charities and nonprofit organizations that are affiliates and they're pretty solid ones too. And they, and they do really well. So reaching out to charities because they're always looking for ways to make money for their specific organization and affiliate marketing is another avenue. So if your product or service aligns with the charities or nonprofits, give it a shot. Next up is uh, data feeds. So these affiliates uh, work on just as it sounds like a, a feed. So a brand will upload a feed of their products into the network and the affiliates will take specific products or the entire feed and use it to make it more of an automated process. And, and, and it shows prices and descriptions and images and things like that. The next one, review websites. These are the websites that typically um, will require a product to review and they will write a nice piece of content for it, publish on their website, maybe do it on social media as well. Um, those are the websites and, and affiliates that, that are, are really sought after. Everyone wants to work with them just because they, they know that if they get a review written, the SEO value from them is going to be pretty solid. And the chance of having uh, sales come through is, is uh, significant. Now, remarketing affiliates, these are another one that you don't think of as typical affiliates, but they're typically agencies or marketing marketing firms that do this for the client because they have the, the knowledge and, and the means to do it. They will set up uh, all the campaigns and everything. And you pretty much you got to just put a piece of JavaScript on your website and the rest is there. They, they track everything and everything gets tracked through the affiliate networks too. But my advice here is to make sure that you are keeping an eye on them so they don't take credit for sales that they may not necessarily be entitled to. Social media publishers. These are publishers that use Facebook, Instagram, YouTube to promote product or services to their audience. And they are great, again, you got to just keep your eye on them to make sure that they're worthy, worthy of either a product that you're sending them, higher commission. Typically, um, micro-influencers are, are a good place to begin in this where they have uh, like a few thousand followers, but the followers are really engaged and really follow the, um, the recommendations of the person that you're working with. The number 10 type of affiliate are toolbar affiliates. Now these these are controversial. Many brands don't want to work with them because they just pretty much uh, maybe hijacking a, a sale at the end. But there there are good ones out there, and and there are um, not all fit obviously. But you want to make sure that they they align with your brand and and that you understand what they add to the conversion stream. With these guys, you may want to give them like special coupon codes for them just so that they can use that to promote to their audience versus just having them take every coupon code you have out there and, and use it and get credit for social and email campaigns that they shouldn't be. Uh, some of like, for example, the big ones, Honey, 
they, you know, they are big in this space for the toolbar. But again, it's just about monitoring them and making sure that it's, it's the type of value you want. Now, the final one is video and podcasters. This one is near and dear to my heart because I do a podcast and I do work on affiliate arrangements with uh, with some some brands. So uh, having podcasters promote your, your brand either at the beginning or in the middle of a podcast for an affiliate commission is, is a good way to go. And, and these are popping up everywhere. And, and a lot of brands are definitely investing more time and financial means into these partnerships as well. So definitely consider podcasters. Um, they're just about every niche too. So that is the uh, 11 type of affiliates that we think you should consider for your affiliate program. If you have any other types of affiliates that were not mentioned, please let me know and then we can either add them to another episode or we can uh, add them to a, a, a piece of written content we have on this as well. So I appreciate you listening and uh, have a great day and I'll talk to you guys soon. We want to hear what you thought about this episode. You can email Rick directly at rick at bearcatmedia.com or leave a review where you listen to podcasts. Never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are available. To learn more about Rick, go to bearcatmedia.com. 